This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In these next two days of powerful instruction, Pastor Ray retells the classic story of the Apostle Peter walking on the water in the storm and asks, are you in the right boat going in the right direction? Or have the issues and challenges of life caused you to back up, maybe even to quit? Pastor frankly admits that sometimes life's journeys get hard and oftentimes we don't even understand why. Through stories of his own stormy experiences, he assures us that God knows exactly where you are, exactly what you need, and exactly when you need it. And although the storms will sometimes come our way, Pastor teaches us that they're often very necessary in order to shake something loose in our lives, maybe even something keeping us from our destiny. So get ready to be encouraged as Pastor instructs you on exactly what to do in the middle of your storm. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 14 and verse 22, it picks up and it says, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And so he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand, caught him, and said to him, O oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Wow, this is a pretty amazing and pretty awesome story. Let's go back to verse 22, and it says, Immediately Jesus made his disciples. Notice it says he made them. He pushed them into the boat. He says, Get in the boat, because we're going to the other side. I'm going to go pray and take a rest for a while, but you get in the boat, because we're going into the, onto the other side. Very interesting thing that I learn or that I get out of this story, at the, you know, one of the first things, thoughts that comes to my mind, is that Jesus sent his disciples directly into the eye of a storm. He had full knowledge that when they got in that boat that they were headed for some rough water and some rough territory ahead. Uh, do not think it's strange as you follow and obey the Lord because sometimes we think we've got this thinking, well, you know, I'm a Christian. I, I pay my tithes. I go to church. I pray. I read the word. I even do good deeds. I even make visits to the nursing home and, and I try my best to, to do all the things, you know, that God wants me to do. Why am I in the middle of a storm? 
You see, you see, what we need to understand is that sometimes, sometimes, just sometimes, and this has been my experience, Jesus will send you on a course knowing that there's going to be some rough waters ahead. Uh, one of the things that we have to learn as believers is that God is trying to get us to be, uh, you know, be the overcomers that he has already declared us to be. And you see, if, if it's always smooth sailing and smooth waters, um, how would we ever have an opportunity to exercise or try our faith at, at, at calming storms and, and, and using the authority that Jesus has given us? You know, uh, uh, so, so you see, just because we are obeying the Lord doesn't mean that we're going to be storm free. Is everybody with me? Just because we're following Jesus doesn't mean, and, and sometimes folks have, it's like you're, you, you find yourself in a storm and you're like in a quandary. You're like, all freaked out. Like, why am I here? What's it? Just get me out of this storm. Well, sometimes storms are intended by the Lord. Rough waters sometimes are intended by the Lord. Now, he is not the one that sends them because we understand it's the devil that sends this stuff. But often God will use what the devil has said against you to help you to perfect your faith and to grow stronger, to prove to yourself, prove to the devil, and prove to everybody around that your faith is alive, that your faith is working, and that you can make it through the storm no matter what comes your way. You see, we, we, we think that we, because we're believers, we're going to have sometimes just an easy go of it. But listen, the devil, listen, the devil didn't make it easy for Jesus. He didn't make it easy for Paul. He didn't make it easy for the disciples. Do you think he's going to make it easy for you or for me? No, he's still going to send some storms. And Jesus purposely puts them in the boat and sends them right into the middle of a storm. I mean, what is going on here, God? I think I'll pass on this ride. <laughs> but sometimes to get to the other side, to get to the destination that you seek, to get to the place that you desire, sometimes you've got to go through some rough water, some uncharted territory, some turbulence in order to be made ready to receive the blessing and the promise of the other side. You see, often we think we're just going to be trouble-free and walk through life and there's not going to be any, any problem. But yeah, listen, the, the fact of the matter is that even though troubles come our way or troubled water comes our way or storms come our way, the fact of the matter is that we have authority and power to not only uh, get ourselves through, but we see in Peter's case, even to walk right through them and come out the other side unscathed by that storm. So a couple of thoughts that I have about, about this first verse is that first of all, he knew what they were about to face and he sent them directly in the direction of the storm. And you know, another thing that comes to mind is that Jesus wants us to be storm calmers. He wants us to be water walkers. He wants us to learn to speak to the atmosphere, to speak to our troubles, to speak to the mountain and tell it to be removed. That's all the operation of faith. So he knew what they were about to face. I also, I also learned this from this verse is that trusting and following Jesus, even though I may go through a storm or two, will get me to my destination safely. We see through this story that they, they did get to the other side. The storm calmed and they got to the other side. Um, another thing that, I, and I think I said this already, but even though they obeyed Jesus, they still found themselves in a storm. So don't, don't think it's strange because you, you, you love the Lord and follow the Lord that, that sometimes a storm comes up in your life. You see, you'd never have the opportunity to use your faith. You'd never have the opportunity to prove to yourself that you can do it. 
you'd never have the opportunity to prove to everybody around, prove to the devil himself that you are a man, you're a woman of God, and, and you know how to work your faith. So I can still make it through even though I hit a storm. I know, I know in my life, you know, sometimes I'm in the midst of those storms and I thought I was going to sink. I thought it was the end. I thought it was over with. But the fact of the matter is just because a storm kicks up doesn't mean that you're not going to make it to your destination. Just because you hit a storm doesn't mean it's the end of everything. I mean, I see people get, have storms in their lives and they're ready to call it quits. I see it often in, in young couples that are married and they hit a couple of... Bu- see, see this, is, this is the whole routine on marriage. Um, you know, you, 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 your eyes... You, first, first, it's attraction. And then what happens is that you, 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 you court and you have all, you know, nice time. Then you get married and what do they say? Love is blind and marriage is the eye opener. And, and, and then you see all the fireworks turn into bombs and guns and warfare. And now we found ourselves in the middle of a storm. What happened to all the... What happened to the heart palpitating and beating? Now, now all you want to do is run away. I hit her. I hit him. Oh, man. What happened? Someone said to me, I forget who it was, just, just they said, you know, what, what, I, oh, I think it was Doug. He said, I told my boys that when you look at, when you look at your future wife, you better look 20 years down the road. <laughs> Don't look at what she is. Or you better look at what she might be. Because not everything stays. I thought, that's very good. But, but, but then all of a sudden, all this bliss, you know, God called us to be together. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to see how much you're going to obey God when the storms start to hit and shake and rattle and roll in your relationship. Let's see how much you believe then it was the voice of God. Because if it was the voice of God and you believed it at that point, then you're going to have the faith to say, I'm staying in the boat because you brought me together with this woman, with this man. We're going to make it to the end. Come on, somebody. We're going to make it to the end. Yeah, you see, you see, it's, so I see it. I see it in in young couples and people getting married. You see, when the storms of life come, what are you going to do? You're going to abandon ship. You're going to, you're going to jump out. Just because God brought you together doesn't mean that the devil's going to let you stay together peacefully. As a matter of fact, more so if you know that you know that God brought you together, you know the devil's going to try to separate you and pull you apart. Now, if you put yourself together, then you're going to have a whole lot more trouble. But now that you're together, you said, I do, you did, it's done. So don't try to back out of that one. Well, I missed the Lord. Too late. Too late. You said, I do, you did, you're done. Now Jesus will help you. Try, I try to try to get that across to young couples. Better make sure it's God. You know? Ha <laughs> ha. But you, you hit a storm. What are you going to do when, when you hit that storm? How are you going to... See, storms are going to come no matter 
Even if I'm on course with Jesus, storms are still going to come. Even if I'm obeying him, I'm doing what he's commanded me to do. I'm following his word. I believe I'm going to still find myself in the midst of a storm now and then. But what do I do? Do I quit? Do I give up? I mean, it's sort of like, like ministry is what I can relate to. I can't relate to a marriage, but I can relate to ministry. I'm not, I can't relate to marriage on a personal level. I can relate to it as a pastor. Maybe that's why I never got married. No, that's not the truth. But <laughs> I, can relate to, I can relate to ministry, and, and I know I'm following Jesus, but often I've found myself in the midst of turbulent waters, storms. You see? But what are you going to do? Are you going to quit and give up and throw in the towel and say, well, I hit a storm, so I must have missed God? Or I, I must, I must, uh, you see, I, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I didn't, maybe, you know, maybe I, I, I missed something. Well, no, maybe you're right in the, right, right on course. These guys were right on course, but yet they were in a storm. Are you getting it? Are you seeing it? They were right where Jesus wanted them to be. But unfortunately, at this point, and notice they were halfway there, they were at the point of no return. He waited to the, you know, the storm waited till they got to the middle, halfway, and then the storm breaks out, you see. And, and the other side is they were halfway there. They, were, they had 50% of the course already covered before they hit the storm. They only had 50% more to go to get to their destination. I'm just going to tell some of you here today that maybe some of you are on the border of quitting, giving up, cooling down, backing off, doing something. You're 50% the way there. You might even be a lot closer than that. Don't quit now. Stay in the boat for the duration of the trip. You are about to see a miracle happen in your life. Don't quit now. Don't give up now. Hold on, baby. Use your faith. This is an opportunity for you to put into operation and practice everything you've learned about the Word of God. Yes. So even though I, I hit some storms, I can still make it. I can still get to the other side. The storm doesn't, doesn't, say, doesn't uh, dictate to me. I speak to the storms. Yes. They don't speak to me. Did you all hear, hear that? I speak to the storm. This, you, sometimes you've got to rise up and say, storm, you're not going to bring me down. Storm, you're not tossing me out of this boat. You're not getting me off course. You're not, listen, you're not, you're not, no, Storm, no, you will cease. I will get through this storm and I'm coming out the other side. Sometimes you just got to endure and push your way through and just keep on sailing, keep on sailing, keep on sailing. So I can make it even though I hit some storms. Storms are opportunities to use my faith and storms are great opportunities for God to show forth great miracles in your behalf. Can I get a better amen than that? So, so it's interesting. This is just a little side note here. It's interesting that the Bible says that he went to them at the fourth watch of the night. He saw them straining, but he did not go to them immediately. He let them strain there for a while. And it says he went to them in the fourth watch of the night. Now, you have to understand that the Romans divided the night into four sections. The fourth night. Uh, the fourth part of the night or the fourth watch of the night was the darkest part of the night. It's when he went to him, went to them. And now the interesting thing is that right before the darkest part is the dawn. Yes. I just think of one verse when I think of that. Though weeping endure for the night, though the storm endure for the night, joy, peace, calmness comes in the morning if you'll just stay in the boat and keep on going. You see, you see, uh, now, now, the other interesting thing is that while they were in the midst of the storm, Jesus knew all the while exactly where they were. That's right. 
When you're in the midst of your storm, Jesus knows exactly where you are. And he knows exactly what you're going through. And that's when you're going to feel the greatest amount and abundance of God's grace and God's goodness being poured out upon you because he knows exactly where you are. But that's the time for you to rise up in your faith. That's not the time to quit, to get angry. So, so let, let's keep going because there, there's some more stuff here we want to get to. You know, every time you hear about this, they talk about Jesus walking on the water. I think they should reverse this and call it Peter walking on the water because it's a greater miracle that Peter walked on the water. We can expect Jesus to be walking on the water, but when a human starts walking on the water, I don't know, that gets my attention. I don't know about you. Can I get a better amen than that? So... Um, And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a ghost, and they cried out for fear. And immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Jesus always speaks uh, peace in the midst of the storm, right? So he goes on to say here, or the word goes on, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. Listen to how specific he was. He said, command me to come to you on the water. It was very specific. Isn't that interesting? Yes. That just jumped out at me, as a matter of fact. Not anything I thought about. I'm not that spiritual today. <laughs> so he said to him, he was, he was, he was really, he said, to him, he said to him, command me to come to you on the water. So Jesus said to him, come. I tell you, you better be careful what you're asking the Lord. But when you're asking the Lord for something, and, and you know you got it from the word of God, you better hold on to that thing. Because he said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Now, humans don't walk on water, folks. He actually walked on water. It's amazing what your faith can do, huh? When you, when you obey the word of God, Peter said, bid me to come or call me to come. Let me come to you on the water. And Jesus gave one word. See, that's why we say one word of God can change your life. Just one word. He said, come. And Peter had the audacity of faith to jump out of that boat. He had, the, he had the faith enough to hurl his feet over the side of the boat and to stand up on the water because faith took hold of his heart and it caused him to get up and to stand on top of the water and he began to walk to Jesus. People don't walk on water. Have you seen anybody walk on water? So Peter gets out and starts to walk on the water, but look, look at verse 30. It said, but when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. That means fear started to come in. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. Now, let me tell you something. When you're wa- <laughs> well, first of all, humans don't walk on water. But if you're walking on water as a human, you don't begin to sink. You go down like a rock. Amen. The only thing that was keeping him up at this point was his obedience to the word and the, in, in the faith that he expressed towards, towards the Lord Jesus when he said, come, and he did. But the big mistake he made in obedience to God's word, he listened to the word of God, but then he began to look at the circumstance. He began to look at the storm instead of the one who told him to come out and walk through the storm. And he saw the lightning 
flashing and the thunder crashing and he saw the, 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 the sea very turbulent and the wind blowing and he's looking everywhere other than where he should be looking and that's at the, at the Lord and the word that he just said because Jesus said, come, he goes, he's walking on water. As long as he stays focused on what the Lord and the word has told him to do, he's going to stay on top of the water, but he didn't. He rather looked at all of the surrounding storm that was around him and probably started to think, what am I, crazy? How am I doing this? And it says, he was afraid and he began to sink. In other words, as fear started to flood his soul, faith started to flush out his feet and down he goes. As fear's coming in, replacing faith, he starts to go down. And he sinks into the water. And so much so that he cries out now, because now he's like lost, man. He's lost his faith totally. He's going down and it's stormy and it's rough and it's, it's lightning. And he cries out to Jesus and Jesus has to reach out and take him. And, and, and I just believe that the two of them walked back to the boat together. And you see, Jesus didn't carry him. He, 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 he hung on to, to the Lord and the Lord walked him back to the boat and they both jumped into the boat. But you see, that, that, that speaks volumes to me. Listen, when, when, when you're, when you're going to set out to obey the word of God, first we know that Jesus said, get in the boat, we're going to the other side. So you can go to the bank, no matter what kind of storms you hit, no matter how many bumps in the road you, no matter how many arguments you have with your spouse, if Jesus puts you together, you're going to death do you part. There you go. Amen. You're, you're believing the word of God for other things in your life and you've been obedient. It's going to happen. It's going to, you see, you're in the boat with Jesus. You're going to get to your destination. You're going to get to the place that you seek to get to. But, but you see, but you see the, the key is that you are going to hit some storms. Just because you hit storms doesn't mean that you're not in the will of God. Amen. Just because you hit a storm doesn't mean that you have disobeyed the Lord or you missed it somewhere. And yeah. sometimes it can mean that, That's right. you know, but for those of us, those of, those of us that seek to obey the word of the Lord, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you, you even though you're, you're on course, you still might hit a couple of bumps along the way. Not, not to freak out. So Peter begins to sink. He begins to lose his faith. And he, he's looking at all the wrong things. You see, in, in the midst of a storm, don't look at the storm. You see, I, I can remember when we went through, you know, some turmoil here years ago, over probably like 12 years ago now. And it was, everything was, you know, lightning flashing, turbulence, wind blowing. And, and I'm in the middle of this storm thinking, I don't want to be here. But I know I'm on course with Jesus. As a matter of fact, you know, I know the Lord was rocking the boat a little bit because there were some people that had to fall out of this boat because they were just holding us back. We had some excess baggage that we had to get unburdened with. And I say that in love. <laughs> Strictly in love. You see. And, and, uh, and I'm in the middle of the storm, but, but I, I just purposed in my heart that I'm not going to look at the storm. It's easy to get fixed on the storm. It's easy to get your, your sight on the storm. I just said, you know what, Lord? I started to look up in verses and I'm just speaking the word over my life and, and I just resigned myself to this one thing. If the ship goes down, Jesus, you're going to be in it with me and we'll go down together. I just, I just purposed in my heart and my life that we're going to sail through this storm because I know I'm on course. I know I'm doing what you call me. I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. I know that this is... Now, it's interesting that when we got to the other side of the storm, 
is when we began to experience the biggest increase in this church and in the, in the life of this ministry that we have, see we could, sometimes storms, you gotta shake loose some things in your life. Yes. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at two for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.